Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. And welcome to episode 23 of the Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here with some other brilliant brains. We've got the encyclopedia himself, Mr. R. Sigma. Howdy! And making his second appearance on the Battlecast, and consecutively, might I add, is Mr. P. McGee. How are you? Good. I'm happy you let me back. Well, when your name turned green, I had no choice, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do here, sort of, now that, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how are you guys? We're here to discuss battling, and it's going to be a great old time. And we've got a weird, weird thing that we're doing this time. As you saw when you clicked the title, um, we are going to look into the Battle Spot Singles meta here when we get to the topic, because we've got the UUTC going on, and I think, are both of you in that, or is it just yeah. you, P. McGee? Both, both of, of you? us are in it. Yeah, both of us, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, we've got that. That's kind of a, a Puckle metagame instead of a Smogon metagame. So we wanted to give a little bit of attention to that because it's it's just cool. It's really neat. And you can play it online against just actual people other than Puckle in your spare time. And we wanted to do a little bit of attention to that. But before we do that, you know, we've got the normal stuff. We've got the tier updates because there have been a few of them. And We've got us just kind of talking what we like to do, what kind of fun we like to have. So <laughs> what's been what's been your flavor of the month there, Mr. S- Mr. R Sigma? What's what's on your team recently? Uh, let's see. On S- Stadium Singles, I've been enjoying Seismitoad with the uh, Dynamax rain support. Mm. So you set up your own swift swimming rain. And uh, yeah, I go with the physical one right now with life orb and it's got liquidation this generation with earthquake and power whip so good coverage and a fun time power whip has gotten some weird things yeah (laughs) get it now it's like oh yeah gyarados yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah like i thought that was gonna bust the entire metagame open but here we are it has not yet but i mean it deals with rotom wash now which is nice it does it It likes that answer it likes that answer a lot 
Yeah. Weird power whip distribution. But, you know, I'm I'm all for it because grass needs love. How about you, P. McGee? What have, what's been on your thing? I have refused to give up on Dracovish. I am determined <laughs> to make sure he stays good and stays used. And the second everyone gives up using their seismitoads, I'll be back with a real vengeance. But oh, yeah. I'm keeping him alive in BSS and then and OU and trying to make the best of him. But I, in BSS, which is what I've been trying to play more of lately because of the UUTC, I've been playing around with Gyarados a lot just because he's so easy to use. I mean, oh, yeah. it. You can, if you don't get a chance, you don't even need to set up with him. You just go straight to Max Airstream and you're off to the races because you get the Moxie boost every time you knock something out. I, and, I am using it. I have moved to like the four attacks version and don't even bother with Dragon Dance anymore. Really? Wow. Because mm-hmm. you just can, boost your speed and attack by killing things with Airstream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it does the Moxie. Yeah, you're right. It's the same it's thing. It's so easy. It's so easy to use them. And he it's can... Like, they unreasonably survive like volt switches which he should die to he still survives those and so it's just really really easy to do a lot with him i've i've already turned off the dynamax part of my brain so hearing this is giving <laughs> me a little bit of stress that i wasn't experiencing when i woke up this morning yeah you don't have to worry about that anymore over no yeah. <laughs> flying lines are good again yeah they we're not they lost they, i don't know if there's any other than corvinite but he's not really playing off his flying type that much I mean, there's not a lot going on in the OU with flying, so it's fun to see them all active and having fun again. Mm-hmm. OU is the land of ghosts. Yeah. It is now. It is now, and I couldn't be happier. I love Yes, that's just the land of the flying coverage. Yeah. Uh, well, on mine, I've been, I've been kind of trying to make some random garbage work <laughs> every now and again. I was on a real big Appleton kick for a couple weeks this month. <laughs> And it works, like, especially when I discovered the thing. I know that Hens has mentioned this a couple times in, in our area, and it's been all over now, is aromatherapy clefable. Ooh. Because, I... like, what what, is, what does Appleton like to switch in on? Uh, the same thing that Dracovish likes to get away from, and that is seismitoad slash jellicent slash anything else that absorbs water. And... They like to toxic you, or seismitoad specifically, and the others will come home, hopefully. Uh, but so you switch in the Appleton. Okay, you get toxic. Who cares? You send out Clefable and Aromatherapy in a way, and then you're like, hello, I'm back, and I'm still leech seeding, and I still have recover. It's great. I love aromatherapy, Clefable. The very first week of OU for this gen, I was running that on my all my teams because it was just everyone was trying to do everything and so it just lets you play around with things a lot longer when you got surprised toxic or burned so mm-hmm. i'm a big fan mm-hmm. i'm a big fan i need to go back to using him again because clefable was doing a lot for me mm-hmm. and everyone right now i guess clefable is pretty good <laughs> i guess it's pretty good he says <laughs> <laughs> uh, has it ever a couple of things. been good like ever uh, I, I can assure you that in gen 4 it was not because yeah, I they, tried. <laughs> wasn't that the time of the uh, belly drum? Yes. Stop. Clefable. Stop reminding me. That was one of my favorite things to run because Clefable was always a favorite of mine. So I, I would belly drum double edge with life orb back, <laughs> back when it had stab on it. Uh, as you do. Good times. <laughs> or rather, as I established, not good times. <laughs> but... Here we are, and, you know, 
we've kind of talked a little bit of what we've been what we've been enjoying on our own time which is sometimes i'm serious with it other times really not but that's that's not what we're going to talk about next what we're going to talk about next is the actual things the relevant things going on in the respective smogon tiers and we're going to spend a good bit of time on this one because we're going to be talking battle spot an entirely different animal in the topic so we'll be right back with a sort of kind of maybe pseudo extended ish tier time and now it's time to see the results of this month's blood sweat and tyranny and we're back we're gonna start talking the tears and like always we start from the top so sigma what's going on amongst the limited choice of gods that we have right now uh, so, we actually found out that we are going to get the old Ubers back at some point, thanks to the DLC. Uh, it probably won't be until the fall at some point, but hopefully Home will give us a little taste with some Gen 5 Legends and some Mars Shadows and some Gen... We get Mewtwo, too. Uh, <laughs> and the Ultra Necrozma... Or, not Ultra Necrozma, but the Necrozma friends. So, that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> those yeah. will hopefully be coming at some point in February. Hopefully. Yeah, whenever home drops. All we heard is February. Some of us are guessing it'll probably be and, Pokemon Day, which is yeah. February 27th. Yeah, hopefully we get news on it well before that, though. I would like to know what app I need to put on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Right? They've said they're going to talk about it, so I'm, I'm hopeful we actually get some real discussion on what that is, and it's not... Mm-hmm a very broad basic two minute video i imagine we'll get a direct very short one yeah like but. another i think the one for bank was about 12 minutes i could see something like that again yeah anyway That's good. but yeah we're not so the direct predicting podcast so <laughs> it's it'll get populated a little more soon and we'll get yeah. more than three pokemon so <laughs> we got four now we got four. Oh yeah that's that's true we got Darn. a fourth <laughs> We haven't got to that yet, <laughs> and he's not mentioned in these notes. So, so since we don't have a lot of uh, Uber tier Pokemon, Excadrill and Titar are actually doing really well right now because you know they hit Eternatus and Zashin. Titar is even cl- running fer- Lame Thrower right now to deal with the Ferrothorns. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Pokemon that's doing well right now is Sableye with its prankster ability to disrupt things with Will-O-Wisp and Disable to shut down any choice users in that tier. Cough, Darmanitan, that may, or may not be there now. <laughs> Cough. <laughs> and it also has Encore to stop anything that's trying to set up in its face. And apparently, because Seth is the one who wrote these notes, Reaniclus is wearing a salt vest regenerator <laughs> to deal with Eternatus as of right now. So it, it's an interesting time in Ubers while we wait for Pokemon of, to populate. I'm just kind of lacing my personal biases in here. <laughs> Sableye's A rank, Reuniclus is there up to counter Eternatus. Like, oh, that's Ubers. Huh, I wonder who wrote these notes. I don't I know. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, other than that, like, Excadrill is just fantastic because. It can kind of do a little of everything. It clears hazards for you, and it just with its single stab, it knocks out the two biggest, ugliest, nastiest threats in the tier. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the other and one I, doesn't exist because it's kind of bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is true. And I can't imagine why there's a hard-fought thing in Ubers. I, I don't imagine there's a lot of teams fighting for weather control. So you can probably get mm-hmm. sand up pretty reliably. I don't imagine mm-hmm. anyone's fighting in Ubers, but <laughs> <laughs> all Someone's twelve there. people playing Ubers don't yeah. have to worry about weather. 
Uh, I think once we get some cool things dropping, maybe by this time next month, maybe not. We'll we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, we might be talking like the crazy. I'm sure we'll be talking the crazy effects of home soon. So yeah, like stay tuned. No, no Xerneas coming right away, which is kind of nice because Xerneas yeah. has been running Ubers for the past two generations. Uh, no yeah. Megas, no Primal Groudon coming out. Oh so. my gosh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's all going to be Dusk Maiden across. I forgot about the whole fact that the Primal might be. Well, yeah. I could see them putting Primal in because it's weird, but I don't think they will. I, I'm not expecting I don't know. it. We'll, we'll see if they find a way to get Ultra Necrozma in too, but. Yeah. I'm not Who holding knows? my breath. But Dusk Maiden Necrozma is a good enough Pokemon, so I don't think it matters. Yeah. Dusk Maiden Necrozma and Lunala are going to be great for the tier. Uh, Solgaleo is probably going to be fine. Mm hmm. Uh, Maybe Kyrim with its new move pool can do something. Maybe. Yeah, all of exactly one move. <laughs> Two moves. <laughs> Two moves? What's the second know. one? Icicle Spear and what? Uh, Dragon Dance. Doesn't have Oh, that yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it could Never actually mind. be a threat now. So <laughs> I forgot about Dragon Dance. <laughs> yeah, the scary one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Like you, can, you can run physical Rasharam, too, if you really want to. I think it has a well enough attack stat so it's probably It'll be fun like marshadow doesn't get to steal xerneas thing so it might actually be fair yeah so yeah exciting so. time for that tier yep. coming soon it will be um we're gonna we're gonna jump over the big tier here and come back to that at the end because like i said this is kind of a weird extended version of your tier time because it's a totally different thing we're talking about in the topic so we're gonna skip over ou for right now and P. McGee, what's going on in underused? So in, what is it, January, we officially got the alpha out. We got out of the alpha stage for UU. So now we officially have Pokemon that were situated there and ones that slid down to RU. So we got, I think it was something like 46 Pokemon that were officially put into UU. And then we had a few from OU that fell down. So we had... Um, we had, who was it, Halucha and Barrascuta. Well, we had Halucha for a hot minute. We now actually have a BL tier, and so a couple of them have fallen out of there. Um, the ones that were doing really well in that tier for a bit. Halucha loved that all of the terrain setters, like Pincurchin and Ndidi and Galarian Weezing, um, belonged in UU, so he was rocking and rolling for a good two days or something like that, and he got banned <laughs> right out. Yeah, and then, as he should have. and then a like, couple got of got this gen, too. Yeah, he's he's got everything he wants, and he's Close got terrain setters still. Remember last gen when it was stuck like high jump kicking things? Yeah. yeah. Now it can it can kind of set it by itself by just close combat white herb, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> it can do whatever it wants, and so it, it's back to being. It was the first Pokemon to be put in the the BL, the barely legal. So he's got a new home there. He's got some he's got some teammates in there now, or some friends. Uh, Crawdon, Gengar, Obstagoon didn't stay there very long, so they're all back to the BL tier. Uh, Crawdon's been UU for a while. He was UU most of last year, I think. And so he kind of got bumped up for this one. And then Obstacoon barely missed out on OU last time. So these aren't really big surprises, but they've kind of found their way back up. Um, again, reading off a Cess note, we got some Reuniclus doing some things in UU. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> that one wasn't just me. I was reading through the forums, and that was a no. big concern. Like, when, when Gengar, Obstagoon, and Crawdont are all gone, what comes to fill the gap? A Jelly Boy. That's what I happened. mean, I'm not I'm surprised not su- that the knockoff Pokemon are gone. 
because knockoff is so sparsely given out right now and it's mm-hmm. extremely powerful in a world where everything can get knocked off exactly yeah, so. and reload eclipse wasn't bad before it just had problems getting rid of some of these major threats especially things like Crawdon and obstacle because they could just sit there and come and knock off at any time and all you had to rely to kill them was focus blast and that that's never a good spot to be so no. Um, yeah, he's doing well. Um, I, we're seeing a higher use in Drapion now to help kind of counter that because Drapion doesn't really care about Focus Blast and doesn't care at all about Psychic. So he's been around as a good counter. Does he get knockoff? Is that correct? Or he just he, got Night Slash? I don't or, know if it does yet. I don't know either. I feel I like don't it think does. it does. I, but I'm not sure on that. But another knockoff user we do have is Scorch, um, who is found a good home in UU. He's got some fun stuff with a coil. He's one of the other ones that got power whip this gen. So he can use that effectively against some of the water mons. Uh, it's not as, they're not as common in this one. Some of the defensive water ones, just because uh, Dracovish isn't here. And I'm sure no one's complaining about that, but he <laughs> does some fun stuff. Off, by the way, uh, Drapion. Yeah. Drapion oh, he does. does. Okay. That's good. And then, uh, what was it? Center Scorch also has Fire Lash, which is still a really great move that is very limited distribution. I think it's just him and um, Heatmore, correct? Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a good move. Always lowers defense. It's a good way of getting through some walls. Um, a lot of heavy boot usage, heavy duty boot usage going on in this tier right now because a lot of the ter- or hazard control mods do not enjoy the hazards. Things like Avalog, things like uh, Noivern, even Mr. Rhyme are finding use because of rapid spin. So this. The heavy-duty boots are allowing them to come in and out a little bit more and take care of things that might have otherwise whittled them down quicker. That's a great um, this gen, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weezing continues to be good. I mean, he's a solid defensive wall. He's got some fun options with Will-O-Wisp, with Strange Steam for Confusion. Uh, I've run mine with Memento in the past just to help set up sweepers in the Dynamax times, but haven't tried that as much since. He has Aromatherapy. Since we were talking about that earlier, he has Aromatherapy, oh, which is... Yeah. Which is very fun to use because you can come in on <laughs> Will-O-Wisps and you don't have to lose that Mon for the game. You can get him nice and healthy again. So he's enjoying his time there, I think. And then Rhyperior has been on the rise, both in UU and OU, just because he has some things he can do. Uh, he's got a good defensive options. He's got some good physical attack options. So he's got a lot of different things that are being run. And you can always make him work on a Trick Room team, although that's not as common, I would say. Uh, Sigilyph is kind of your... Um, poor man's clefable right now just because he has magic guard and so he can do some of those fun life orb shenanigans with i guess it's air slash psychic um heat wave i think en- is the other heat one. wave heat wave a very good coverage move and then mm-hmm. um, some other attack so he's having Very a great time i don't think i've ever really used sigil outside of randoms back in gen 7 he had that traditional cosmic power um <laughs> cosmic shift set or whatever that yeah. Psycho Shift, yeah, that was he was actually my favorite one to get in randoms, but I haven't played around with him much in um UU this gen, so I probably should give him another run. I'm glad he has a spot. Yeah, he yeah. has a spot. He has things he can do. Um he was in definitely he was definitely solidly UU when Dynamax was around. He was one of the other ones that really enjoyed being able to max airstream. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know what else is going on in UU. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what I've been seeing. That's kind of what I've been seeing as well. Um, Sigilyph is like all over the place in, yeah. in UU and in other tiers as well. We'll talk about that more in a moment. But it's also in OU too, like and RU. It's kind of everywhere. <laughs> that's something that's omnipresent throughout the through the tiers, and it's, it's just kind of nice annoying wherever it goes. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah, at least it's for got, right now. I think it's ninety five. Hmm. 
I feel like it's 95. I can verify that. Oh, we were wrong, by the way. Salazzle also gets Fire Lash. Yeah, I thought about that, but it's Salazzle, so I don't think it matters. Um, Salazzle's been a really weird one this gen, because I've seen him in UU mostly, but he does the, or I guess she, does the uh, protect, (laughs) toxic, substitute, and then I think like fire flamethrower is like a coverage move or something like that, and just stall, stall toxics you. Mm-hmm. And it has terrible defenses, so it's a really weird thing to see, but it's doing it. I've Not- seen it pull a um, a Dragapult as well, and instead of Protect, it does Disable. Oh, that, that's what I've seen as well, now that you say that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some, so- or she, she has some weird things. <laughs> I still can't, I, I don't ever see Salazzle. Salazzle just, it was kind of interesting for a hot minute when Gen 7 first started, and then it fell off the radar pretty quickly, so... It's interesting to see her find some new niches in this. She's gym. very fast, and that that is has that unique typing, and that's and that's corrosion. It. <laughs> it's also one of the few things that gets yeah. toxic right now, and it can mm-hmm. hit everything. So that's yes. the thing. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sigilif is ninety-seven, by the way, which is a nice speed tier right now. Very nice yeah. speed tier. I think Sigilif has also benefited from the fact it's like one of the rare flying types that just doesn't care about stealth rocks. It can ignore uh-huh. those all games. So that that, that helps boots, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to waste. It doesn't need to waste the boots. Uh, it gets to use its life orb because I think that's the most common thing it's running right now, yeah. and it just gets to come in on a lot of defensive things and hit them hard. Mm-hmm. It has good coverage moves. Yeah, pretty much yeah. UU right now. Um, we'll see what else gets banned when we get the next tier usage update. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Moving right down along, we've got the ladder that is currently in alpha. And that is RU. It will exit Alpha on February first, so the so weekend like after days. this show comes out, yeah, it, it'll it'll finally be an official tier. No, two days, and two days. then next this time next month, we'll be adding NU to this list of tiers to see what the heck is going on there. <laughs> What's and left? How many Soul Allies made it? Yeah, how many of the <laughs> remainder are down there? Well, I can tell you that at least the Steel and the Fairy-type Sylv Ally will not be there because they are incredibly good in RU right now. That is understandable. They're, they're good Pokemon. Yeah. And it's it's all like straight-up offense for both of them because multi-attack got boosted. It got boosted from, I think, 90 to 120 base power, so mm-hmm. it's even more deadly than before. Not quite how I wanted it to be buffed, but, you know, I live with what I am given. Um <laughs> Another couple things that are really cool are Steelix is back to rule RU as it did forever. And now it has body press. Now it has body press to Ooh. do a billion damage. <laughs> so, you know, just combine Steelix with a wish passer and you're golden. Um Sigilif is here. Hooray. Doing Sigilif things. Uh for now. similar to above. Yeah, for now. Until we have I haven't <laughs> seen a psycho shift set because you know, it's offensively, crazy. it's doing well right now. Yeah, <laughs> Life Orb with Life Orb three attack roost is just really good. It yeah, that it doesn't need to turtle yet. Yeah, Psychic and Fire just as types offensively are very good. It turns out. Um, so yeah, the other the other thing down here we mentioned Rhyperior is common in UU, and I don't know we they just have a thing for solid Pokemon because in addition to Steelix, they've also got Gigalith, which is kind of from what i've seen in reading through the threads and things the thing that stops hyper offense from just running train through ru uh 
that could be just its defensive stats or the fact that it has possibly sturdy to react to that. But Gigalith is doing a good job at being a physical wall, so combine that with Wish as well. Wish has become a very big move this gen, I feel. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Evolutions definitely got that off and rolling pretty quickly, and it seems like everyone that can Wish now is finding some kind of use. Yeah, the fact that we're talking about Flareon being viable in OU, possibly, <laughs> possibly partly because of Wish, like, what? Well, um, I mean, it's not Jolteon, so... It's, got it's not Jolteon, that's the only one that we've forgotten about. Um, the other thing that's huge in RU and absolutely huge is sun because the two setters are down here with regular nine tails and Torkoal. And they've also got a couple, you know, here we are talking about evolutions again. They've got a couple abusers of chlorophyll down here, namely Leafeon and Shiftry. So Mm -hmm. there's probably others that I'm forgetting, but sun is big down here. Vileplume as well, but. I mean, I it's usually not abusing chlorophyll. It's just a perk being <laughs> yeah. a vile plume. But the faster you can strength sap something, I guess, the better. <laughs> On that forty-five speed, let's go! Woo! Um, so to counter sun, people are coming up with interesting ideas. Some people want it banned, but others are trying to be creative in the meantime. One thing is Cloud Nine Drampa with Surf is a thing. Huh. That's cool. I forget Drampa exists, so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played with it in the TCG in way too long for me to remember that it is a Pokemon and not a movie series. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Drampa's doing pretty good as far as being a weather stopper or at least a dampener. Haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said earlier, Silvalli is seen as a primarily offensive threat until, you know, it all depends on what we get with home. If home does something funky, and resets movesets upon landing in Sword and Shield. All this speculation is out the window, but Sylvalli could come back as a defensive pivot again when it gets a couple moves that it had last gen. Namely, Defog is a big one that it is really missing. But we'll find out. Hopefully we'll know by this time next month, so I'll have something to talk about in February. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll figure it out. I would hope so. And uh, if, you know... It's me. I'm going to give you a little bit of of spice to put onto your shelf. And that for RU is Chinchino. Because if your problem is Sturdy Gigalith, what better to break a Sturdy Gigalith than a five-shot choice band bullet seat? Mm -hmm. It's also one of the fastest things down there that's viable. Like, I'm not going to mention Ninjask. It doesn't count. No, Uh, it doesn't. It's the other baton pass, we don't talk about it. No. <laughs> the only other kind of viable thing at that speed tier is um, Salazzle, which I forget if it's in this tier or the one above it, but I'm pretty sure it's down here. And it, it competes with that. And Tail Slap does a lot if your name is not Steelix. So get rid of Steelix, get rid of a couple other things like Steel Type Silv Ally, and Chinchino can just run train through your entire team. And it's great. So there's the. Seth Vilo's Spice Shack. Chinchino was always fun to use. I used him a lot in Gen 7. I played a lot of monotypes, and I always tried to make him work on the normal teams. There was just too many mm-hmm. things that checked him, but if you can get rid of those, he just he blows right through the teams with Tail oh, yeah. Slap. That mm-hmm. was one of the ones I liked pulling on randoms. Oh, gave... it was my favorite to get in randoms. <laughs> and then they gave Tail Slap to Ambipom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that leaves us to the big tier that we are going to spend the most time on. 
That is OU. So, a couple things happened since last time. Number one, not soon after we had the last battle cast, <laughs> Darmanitan was quick banned. Poor Chimpy. Poor I was very thing. sad. I was not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I get everyone it. expected it to go. Everyone. It's just that it was a quick ban instead of a test. But yeah, they made that thread that we talked about the um, like on the radar thread, and it was very clear that it was over the top. So they ended up doing a quick ban. Thank goodness. And we have not seen another one yet. There is a lot of discussion in various threads in OU about Doug Trio Arena Trap or just Arena Trap in general. But we haven't seen anything official yet, so that's that's what's probably going to be next on the radar. Um, that makes sense. I mean, just because some of the ways it plays, it's not always the most fun. I, I get it. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't hate it either. But yeah, they and, banned it last gen. Finally, they, yeah. they tried for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. And when like all the bulky walls or whatever, all the pivots have some kind of pivot move. The defensive pivots that you normally just switch to, like Corvana has U-turn, so. You know, they send in their Corviknight counter, you U-turn to Doug Trio, buy Corviknight counter, and then it just mm-hmm. kind of... Yeah, it's yep. just that. Not fun gameplay. Yeah. It, it, it would be fine to go. I Yeah. And it helps with the Clefable problem with Dragapult. It helps clear the way for all sorts of things that are just way too much. It makes, it makes things too reliable. And I like unpredictability and irreliability <laughs> on my OU teams. <laughs> <laughs> So, a couple things rose to OU in January. Uh, what are those Sigma? What are those three? We had Como O, which, thank God, that thing was a mess in UU. It was everywhere. I, I don't know how it made it to UU. I'm very I, surprised. I don't know either. <laughs> People were busy playing with their new toys. I, like, I he's so to good in OU. I just don't know how he was surviving in UU. Yeah. But, I mean, he's where he needs to be. He's, he, it he's was new toy home. syndrome. It was new toy syndrome. It's this is true. Sure. Uh, Mew and Sylveon are back in OU as well. And yeah, that makes sense. Sylveon was put down to UU because the Tapus existed and the Tapus aren't here right now. So obviously Sylveon's back. Yeah, uh, It's just a solid fairy type. And Mew does whatever you want it to do. And it'll Including do... now set, spi- set toxic spikes, which yeah, is a thing. Because that's okay. So, yep. Does it get regular spikes too? I think it does. It, I, it I does. believe that is a TR. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> What a weird world we live in. <laughs> Good old Mew doing whatever it wants. Uh, uh, I like yeah. having a wild card. It's nice having something it you is. just don't know what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mentioned that um, since the viability rankings of last time, Clefable bumped up to S rank alongside Corviknight because they're kind of the defensive backbones of a lot, almost every team. I know all of mine, but I'm just fond of those Pokemon, so I'm going to not take guilt from that. Clefable's great, and so it's still up there. P. McGee, tell us about your Dracovish addiction a little bit more. So, Dracovish, and I said this last time I was on too, Dracovish is one of those ones you have to plan around, even more so than Darmanitan. You have to have a way to stop it, even if it's not the most common or most popular at the moment. If your team has no solution, it can just wall right through if the, if the, other, if the team has good U-turning. Uh, so we've been seeing a lot of Seismitoad because that's what happens. Seismitoad does it the best and it can set up rocks and has all, and toxic. So there's a lot of things Seismitoad can do to annoy a team. But Dracovish is being pretty heavily countered right now. Almost every team is running a good counter to Dracovish because they just need to. But that is also leading to a lot of dead slot because 
since Dracovish has gone down in usage because people are countering it more, a lot of people are carrying mons they don't really want to carry. So Seismitoad is great, he's good, he does fine, but if he's not countering Dracovish, he's just not doing as much. And so his value to the team outside of that is less if Dracovish isn't there a lot. So I'm a little sad to see Dracovish going down. I have refused to give him up because he's just so fun to use and punish. And every time you get a free U-turn on a Clefable or something like that, you just get to knock something. And I've been keeping Mandibuzz with me too for the last couple of months. And Mandibuzz is the best slow t- slow U-turner in the game right now, in my opinion. So it's just been really fun using him, but he's not as good. And so I'm going to stick with him because I think he's very cyclical. I think we're going to see Seismito go down in usage before long because less Dracovish are around. And that's going to lead to a rise in Dracovish again. And the Seismitoads will come back again to counter. And so it'll just be an up and down cycle with him. Right now we're on the down cycle. Yep. It's never going to you. No. No. no it doesn't belong not. there. No. It, it'll be, it'll bounce back and forth. It's a little, it's it, like you said, it's a little frog, leapfrog game. Where <laughs> now one's in front. Now one's in front. Now one's in up, 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 up. Um, some other people are trying different water absorbers, though, like Quagsire has now become known for water absorb, not for unaware, which was surprising. <laughs> it has better physical defense than Seismitoad, so it can take the coverage moves of Dracofish a little bit better, should you predict a switch in. That's part of the reason. And it has recover. Um, yeah. Gastrodon's another big one, but Gastrodon's less physically Trailer. bulky than Quagsire, but it's got a lot more special defense, so it takes on other things, like high dragon a little bit um dragapult a little bit it it has different things that it can collectively check uh seismitoad is used like you said for its utility moves to itself while quagsire and gastrodon are for what they also counter on top of dracovish mm-hmm. alone um i guess jellicent is also a thing but you know water absorb in when, any play <laughs> when high dragon's in the top and aegislash is in the top and dragapult is in the top it's not a thing. <laughs> no, I've been seeing some Mantine use it just because it has a better special defense and it still has the water absorb. But even Mantine's not that common. It's usually, it's usually Seismitoad, Quagsire, or Gastrodon are the most common three, and then we start to really get into some peculiar picks. Yeah. Should should Mantine get Defog back or Roost? It it kept Roost. It lost Defog. I think. Um, one of those moves. Pretty sure it's defog. If it gets that back with home, I think it might jump up a little bit just as an alternative hazard remover. I can see that. Um, but who knows? It kind of gives it something to do that the others cannot. So it's kind of cool. Um, other things that are kind of popping. We mentioned Komo'o, and it's got like four sets, like you said. And the Salix is terrifying. The Belly Drum is terrifying. Um, one that I've liked just because I'm basically satan is the <laughs> physically defensive Komo'o with stealth rock earthquake body press good old stab body press so stab yeah. body press off base 125 defense and last move maximum spice level iron defense you make yourself not only an impenetrable physical wall but you also deal a whole lot of freaking damage <laughs> Off of it's a sword body press. body press. It's a sword stance it's and a defense. defense at the same time. It's great. <laughs> uh, if you can get the iron defense in, it can it can kind of ish sort of at least dampen Dracovish a little, depending on you know who's in first, all that kind yeah. of stuff. 
Yeah, and, I think when I've run into these sets, because it's not it's not uncommon. The set isn't. I think I do less than fifty. They're usually running leftovers as well, so I don't even get to two hit KO them standard, and then they start their iron defense body press shenanigans, and it's worrisome. Yeah, it's a scary thing. It's a very yes. scary thing. The thing that holds it back is things like Sylveon and um, and Clefable, but you know, Sylveon is even a coin flip because it might have soundproof. Mm-hmm. I have oh, seen some true. Sylveon running Moonblast or Dazzling Gleam, whichever one. I think just, it gets Moonblast. Just for Kamo's. Just because Kamo'o could be soundproof. But that kind of <laughs> takes away from the reason you're running Sylveon, which is to scream at dragons through their substitutes. <laughs> so it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, but yeah, because it doesn't even there. get Psychic. It has Psy Shock, which does, like, nothing. Not to no. physical defensive Kamo'o, no. <laughs> um, some other things in general, other than the my crazy set, Cloister is kind of popping off because it's just terrifying. People are finally realizing, oh yeah, there are setup moves instead of just yeah. being real big. It's like, oh yeah, so we can shell smash and then we hit five times and sashes don't matter. Uh-huh. And it's not uncommon on teams with uh, Grimmsnarl either because he can set up the screens and so you're more you can don't have to rely on the sash and you can run things like King's Rock with oh, Icicle boy. Spear or Rock Blast and then you're really off to the races. Oh boy, that oh, brings yeah. up that brings up Seth's spice rack. <laughs> so you want to piss off your opponent, right? Like that's how you win. You make them so frustrated that you that they just forfeit. Well, Cloister is one way you could do that, but another way you can do that is turn one, lead Weavile, holding a King's Rock using the move beat up. Which, for those of you who don't remember, does... Is it like a 10 base power for each Pokemon in your party? I believe it's 20, and I, okay. I want to make sure that I get this correct. Yeah, I feel like it was 10 at some point. Because if I'm pulling this off my spice rack, I've got to make sure it's right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a higher than 15, because I, I looked at like uh, multi-hit moves, and it wasn't the lowest. Oh my, this is weird. It's real weird. It kind of uses each person's attack stat. Yeah, no, it uses each Pokemon in your party's attack stat. What? To do like 20 power. <laughs> I don't remember this. Is. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's a fun thing. Um, So beat up, it does like 10 or 15-ish base power. Um, di- Divided by 10 plus 5. Yeah, it does something. That's not the point, though. The point is <laughs> you get six hits and you're holding a King's Rock. So King's Rock adds a 10% flinch chance to moves that don't normally have a flinch chance. And calculate it out, if it hits all six times with beat-ups, meaning if all six of your party is healthy, which is why you do this turn one, it has a 47% chance to flinch if all six hits connect. <laughs> so you, you met win. one of these, didn't you, P. McGee? I did. It was crazy because we talked about this like two hours. You talked about this two hours after it happened to me. I didn't know what I was running into. I thought it was just like some choice band or choice scarf weavile trying to do something silly, um, which I should have known better because it was high enough on ladder. They don't do that. But he starts off with an icicle sphere. So I was like, okay, he's banded. No problem at all. I'll just switch out to my counter. And then he goes straight to beat up. And then I'm like, okay, well, that did like 40%. It's okay. I'll get him this turn. And then he flinches me on the second turn. And so now I lose a guy because I don't know what's going on. And then by the time I'm able to finally kill him with my Dracapult, I still take an Ice Shard. So in the process of killing a Weavile, which is not a very good Mon. Like, I mean, it's been reliably UU for a while now, at best. <laughs> it managed to 
knock out my mod and do and do more than like half to my other two. And so that was just a really rough start because I had no idea what I was running into. So he's got some uses <laughs> because a lot of things aren't coming into KO turn one. You're gonna run into a lot of like slow pivots or things that are just trying to pivot out. So he'll outspeed a lot. He'll threaten to flinch a lot. And then it just throws your whole game into um, a bit of a conundrum. Yeah. And now that now that I know there's a little bit of weird attack changes, I'll have to look into this more, but stack your team with the right kind of attackers. <laughs> Gen, 4, Gen 4 earlier, it was based on 10 base power. Uh, now Then it moved to one base power, and now it's doesn't actually say on Serebii, so I have no clue. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and it's actually the user's attack alone, not each individual party member's attack. Oh, okay. okay. That but makes that sense. somehow changes the base power. Like, the, it, it's weird. I'll have to look it up. The point of it is it, it's stab. It's stab dark, but it's to get six hits on something and have a nearly 50-50% chance of them flinching. See, that's I, that's I just, what you do. It's scary. I remember the uh, Pokemon Stadium where it uh, brought each Pokemon out to show the attack. Oh my uh, that's gosh. how I remember it. Way back in the day. When it was bad. It was really <laughs> bad back then. You want to talk about timer stall? There's your timer stall. Uh, anyway, there's a couple mons that are just trending downwards, probably as just aftermath from the Dynamax ban, and those are Togekiss, Gyarados, and Ditto are trending down. All those are just collateral from Dynamax being banned. Yeah. Up. Yeah, they um, were all big Dynamax abusers, so I'm... Max Airstream was the best move, so anything that can Max Airstream mm-hmm. was having a really good time for those that month, and then, the, you know, Togekiss and Gyarados were among the best of them. Yeah, Gyarados isn't going to touch you, though, I don't think. And if no, it does, it'll, it'll be sent away. Go, <laughs> go back. <Yeah. laughs> we don't allow that. Uh, I could see Corsola, Togekiss, and Ditto dropping, though. Yeah, Corsola's the other one that's dropping, and that's just, I think new toy syndrome number one and people have realized that ghost types rule OU right now number two number three knockoff is coming the knockoff apocalypse Mm -hmm. is coming when home lands and if movesets aren't reset so yep and then it'll probably use your courseless while you can it'll (laughs) probably land itself in RU or UU I think it'd be fine in UU I think the biggest thing is that things like Dracopult and Hydreigon are very common and they don't they don't care about care. course law. Yeah. And they just they blow right through it. They sign up in front of it. They kind of do what they want to do. And course law did really well against Armanitan, but since that's gone, that like, that whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked him. I ran him for a couple of weeks in the beginning. He had his fun, and now it's time to find a new home. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that pretty much wraps up OU. That pretty much wraps up all the tiers. Next month we'll have the um, the NU tier to talk about as well. So get your not fully evolved garbage out. We'll have a place to talk about it. Yep, Evie get your like, silver allies and Thievul's ready. Uh-huh. Actually, Thievul's probably Thievul. probably worse than it. Um, You're hilarious. Yeah, Thievul's really bad. <laughs> Thievul's really bad. They tried. Oh, they tried to put him in OU for a hot minute in the beginning. I kept putting. I think it was Specs. Specs Thievul or something like that. Or does he get unburdened too? He gets unburdened. Yeah, but I think like, he's doing he doesn't have the stat, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> why would you do that? It's so bad. They wanted anyway, to make it work. Oh, I'm not Greedent. Uh, Greedent is probably going to be good down there. Uh, you guys are killing me. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about NU next month. So be excited for that. It's a whole new world. We'll see what makes it into that. What stays in the RU area. But other than that, that wraps up tier time. We're gonna hop over to what you clicked the link for. 
to the topic. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving, Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And now, for our main topic. And welcome back. We are at the topic. We're talking about BSS, Battle Spot Singles, which stadium is... Stadium Singles. No. Battle Stadium <laughs> Singles. I thought it was Battle Spot. What it was it like, to be? You're just like Thatch. Thatch, Thatch can't correct himself either. It's fine. <laughs> Dang it. it so it's it existed stadium. for like six years. It's really hard to change. You can they, they kept the acronym too. <laughs> There, I fixed it in the notes. <laughs> We're not redoing that because that was organic and hilarious. But yes. Battle Stadium singles. So thank you guys for correcting me on that. Um, which is different than a lot of the Smogon type tiers that we normally cover. So that's why I wanted to take a little bit of time and have this explained to everybody as well as to me because this is new to me as well and you guys are in the UUTC you've had direct experience with this particular set of rules and everything so you're a little bit more experienced than I am I've just been watching from the sidelines so uh Sigma give me a little bit of a breakdown on what's different between Smogon rules typically and Battle Stadium singles okay so the first big thing is that instead of teams having like six Pokemon the entire battle, at the beginning of the battle, you see your opponent's team and you each pick three Pokemon from your team that you want to go up against theirs. That is the first and biggest change. Uh, changes a lot on how you play. You don't have as many switch outs. The games don't net last nearly as long. Um, and there's a lot of strategy in what you open up with. And what you bring on your team to begin with, because it's a lot about predicting what your opponent has and what they're afraid enough to not bring. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, mm -hmm. the other thing is item claws. So leftovers, you only get one. <laughs> yep. That's a rule that's not often thought about in, in Smogon things. You can only have one iteration of an item. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot bigger this generation because Mega Evolution and... Z moves are not a thing anymore. Oh, I didn't think of that. Wow. Yeah. So those usually took up two to three item slots on a battle spot singles team. Or yeah, on a battle spot singles team. That that is correct usage. <laughs> yeah, but now that we're on Battle Stadium, there's but not that yeah, anymore. now that we're in Battle Stadium, you'll see a lot more Pokemon using their twenty percent boost items like Sharp Beak or Charcoal, depending uh -huh. on the Pokemon. You'll see a lot of berry usage just because you have to find six items to go onto your team. 
and you don't always want all those choice items. So no. Uh, I'll let B McGee go from here. Oh yeah. Um, I guess one of the last big change, last big changes is that one hit KO, one hit KO moves are legal. Moves like Guillotine, Sheer Cold. You'll see some mods running those things like Lapras will be running Sheer Cold because if you're in a pinch and you're against a Toxapex and you're a Lapras and you have nothing to really hurt it with, maybe freeze dry. But point being, you have a 30% chance of at least knocking it out now. So it makes defensive walling a little harder. Uh, you don't really see a ton of, I mean, it's there. It still works. It's still successful, but less teams are trying to be defensive walls because it's really hard to get a good defensive core with only three mons because mm-hmm. you need something that can KO. So you already down to two defensive mons at most from there and they may or may not succeed. I think Ferrothorn is one of the more common ones I run into, and Gastrodon. Ferrothorn, Toxapex, Gastrodon, Corsola. Corsola is still a thing. Corsola, Corsola has some good life here, um, in part because you know things like Darmanitan can still exist here, so mm-hmm. we see that around. Um, but otherwise, it's it's even though the rules are different, you'll see a lot of the same mons. You'll see a lot of the same things that were popular in OU. They're just operating a little differently. There's different kind of synergies being formed with the teams because you want to have different things happening. Um, so, like I said, defensive play is not as common. We just don't see it as much. It's there. It's successful. Just not as much. Yeah, there's pivoting. Uh, we'll see more weakness policy. This speaks to what Seth was saying about the item clause, um, or, sorry, Sigma was saying about the item clause. There's less options for items, and weakness policy works better in this format because you're not doing as much switching around and pivoting. Because, again, you don't have a huge defensive core. You don't want your team taking a lot of hits. You only have one leftovers on the team. So your mind's just taking a bunch of hits repeatedly because you're trying to switch out and create a good scenario isn't really worth it. This format isn't so much poking and prodding like, oh, you can be just fishing for a hole and trying to punish for a mistake. It's more of, here's my win scenario. Let me try to establish it. See if I can run you over. Can you stop me? And so I think we see more of that going on in this tier. So... As Sigma kind of illustrated before, you know, the matches here are very commonly around 10 turns. In a standard OU match, they can usually exceed 30 without much surprise, if not longer, if you're playing a Seth. (laughs) Yeah, I think our tournament matches in the past have usually gone like 30 to 40 turns is where we liked them at. And that was usually where they sat at. Some Some are below 20 if it's like a wash, but yeah, not nearly enough zeros. (laughs) well yeah the average the average ou match is around the 30 turn mark yeah and these go much quicker another thing i want to point out this is a nintendo format this is an official nintendo game freak whatever you want to call it format so dynamax is legal here i don't think we mentioned that which is also tagging into why weakness policy is so much better here because if you can double your hp you can absorb that weakness and keep going weakness policy dragapult is a thing yeah yes weakness policy dragapult weakness policy togekiss i mean there are a lot of things that like to run weakness policy anything that can get its speed up normally is having a good time with weakness policy or if they can do trick room i've seen some riperior that's fun um they can get going but tyranitar is a good one yep Mm mm-hmm Max Airstream is probably like I, I think I mentioned this last time too when we were talking about the Dynamax band. Max Airstream is just such a really, really good move because there's no punishment for using it like Max Knuckle or Max Ooze to boost your attack stats. Max right. Airstream comes in at that 130, 140. The flying mons still get their stab, especially things like Gyarados that don't normally want to run bounce are happily using bounce in this format because they can make it airstream 
get the boost and then get the moxie when they get and the they, KO. That's the grossest part is they oh, also yeah. get the moxie. Yeah. Uh, it's a free dragon dance, dance every time. Thank goodness we don't have Salamence. Yeah, the team that has been using. Oh my gosh. Halucha is scary with it too. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. One, one airstream gets you faster than the Dragapults and then you're killing the Dragapults because <laughs> they're Dragapults. Yeah. yeah. So what are some, uh, you've mentioned a couple, what are some other good things that just thrive in battle stadium, stadium singles, rather than um, OU that you, you either may see here more or in a different way? Uh, I know you guys have a couple that you've listed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first off, Mimikyu is still an all-star like it was last generation. Uh, generally, you can, exp- too. yeah, generally you can, it doesn't get Sash anymore. Oh no. I'm so sad for it. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, you expect to see like a sword stance set with double ghost and uh, play rough. So you have your shadow sneak, shadow claw. However, there are sets that get more inventive with it. You'll see cursed mimic you be a thing just because switching isn't as big in battle spot or battle stadium. Huh. Wow. So you'll see curse. You'll see trick room just to give yourself the momentum if mim- when mimic you dies. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll let it trick room. I'll attack once. And then my opponent over there set up their airstream. So now I'm faster and I will destroy them. Things like that. Because it's a relatively safe trick room as long as it's not going against Excadrill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, even Excadrill, it outspeeds, right? Unless it's Excadrill. It outspeeds scarf. Excadrill. But uh, if you're setting up trick room, you die. So it doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. And it's a the big thing with that is the is the mold breaker that Excadrill could yeah. potentially run to just bust through disguise. So. Oh, yeah. Um, next up we've, yeah, next up, you know what? We'll just talk about Excadrill because Moldbreaker is such a good ability in this format, ignoring say fluffy doubles that are trying, well, they're still still probably going to set up on you because baton pass is still a thing. So it gets to Tottengard baton pass. Does Delpool get baton pass? Yes. It also gets agility. Uh, I've heard they run payback instead so they can hit Dragapults. What? But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Excadrill's Moldbreaker helps it deal with Mimikyu very well. It And uh, it just has great coverage between Earthquake, Iron Head. Usually you'll see a rock attack and you'll see something like Brick Break, Sword Stance, something along Fissure, I think, is a popular one. Yeah. Fissure or horn drill, I think it gets both of those. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I believe it does. And the common items you'll see on it are focus sash, because like I said, you don't switch much. So you are you also aren't gonna see rapid spin on it too frequently, just because stealth rocks isn't as common of a thing down here. No. Mm-hmm. Pokemon will set it up occasionally if they find the free turn. It's like, oh, you're switching. Let let's just get the stealth rock up, destroy any sashes you might have. Things like that. But yeah, Excadrill is just a great Pokemon. You'll see weakness policy, Scarf. Good variety. Yeah, and it can set up its own sand, so sand rush sets yes. can still do what they want. Yeah, but usually you want the Mold Breaker because usually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing yeah. Mimikyu is worth it. Um, as rounding up the top four, because Mimikyu and Excadrill are both in the top four in usage right now, and the other two that are rounding that out are Dracapult, because Dracapult can just do basically whatever it wants. It can be the spec set. Doing Shadow Ball, Fire Blast, Thunderbolt, Draco Meteor. Sometimes a U-turn in there just to pivot and break mm-hmm. Mimikyu sashes if that or Mimikyu disguises if that's what's leading against you. Um, there's some there's some screen sets 
they're not as common, but there's some screen setters. Screens exist. Will O Wisp still a thing. Will O Wisp still a thing. Yeah. Not as Will-O-Wisp common, but it's there. But it's got a lot of options. It's got a lot of coverage. It can do a lot of things, and it's fast. It's one of the it's one of the fastest things in the meta right now. So it can yeah. just it'll lead off. It'll you know if you're playing it right, you're playing a timid nature. It'll speed tie with the other Dracopult. It doesn't care about Dubwool's ability because it was Fire Blast right through him. Yep. Um, and it's such a cool, such a cool Pokemon because, like you guys it said, can it can kind of do a little of everything. And as long as it's not, yeah, it's not broken and. But it just has infinite variety to what it's it can a jack of all trades kind of thing, and that's what I love about it. Is it kind of does everything okay? It's not pulled in any direction too far, apart yeah. from speed. It's like and yeah, like, it's, it can use its special attack, it can use its physical attack, but it doesn't have quite the coverage you want to use it. No. Like I've seen Steel Wing on it, I believe. Yeah, yep. It does get a uh, fly too, so it can Dynamax. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it. it really I've was. seen it a few times. I think they're a special set and they go straight to uh, Max Airstream. I mean, power to yeah. them. <laughs> what? On I mean, yeah, they have weakness policy access. They might have baton pass. I'm not 100% on that one. I don't one. think it does. Okay. I know it's a TR, so, but. Yeah. And then the last in the top four is Corbin. I just kind of the same thing of what makes it so good in OU right now. It's just. It's bulky. It's got some options. It can run the airstream as well. It's not as common, but it can do that. It still does the iron defense, body presses, or bulk ups. Um, it doesn't really need to worry about defogging because, again, hazards aren't a big problem. So it has an extra slot to do things like taunt, do things like U-turn. It, it's got some options to it as well. And so it's just a good a good mod to have on your team if you need general coverage and you need some kind to generally wall things. And yeah. But it's, it's a lot less passive because it doesn't need defog like it does know you. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that's it gets body pressed slot. for that slot instead. And he helps for Excadrill because Excadrill mm-hmm. isn't hitting him with any stab moves for nope. reasonable damage. So you can kind of set up in his face with your body presses if that's the way you're going. So he's got some options, which makes him really, really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can taunt with it too if you really want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Dragapult does get baton pass because, like oh. I said, it gets everything. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> Here I am. I look like an idiot. Oh well. I to be seen fair, I don't expect you to know what gets body or uh, baton best. Yeah, I've, I've deleted especially, that from my memory too. <laughs> especially Jenny. <laughs> I don't hold that against you. <laughs> it's uh, not the best baton pass. It's not the best ghost baton pastor right now. No. So there's no, not much no, reason no. to rerunning it that way. No. I'm a past dragon dances. Okay. <laughs> guys just sell smashes instead. I mean, <laughs> you, pass, like, you can pass the weakness policy boost too. That's I think Togekisses will do that too on occasion, which, oh. uh, which is what gets us to the next point is that Max Airstream is a really good move. Yeah. You can't <laughs> say list, that enough this this particular episode. That's a list good of Pokemon to get it. Togekiss, my goodness. Uh, you can, you'll see weakness policy Togekiss, but you'll also see super luck with scope lens Togekiss because if you're Dynamaxed, what does Serene Grace do for you? So yeah, you get nothing. those 50% chances of crit too. Oh my gosh, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually you'll see it with its fairy move, Dazzling Gleam, uh, Fire Attack. You'll see Nasty Plot pretty commonly and uh, Airstream or Air Slash for Airstream. Uh, Gyarados, you get those Moxie boosts off your <laughs> streams <laughs> because that's okay charizard gets to set its own sun for its solar power while also getting airstream to boost its speed with that 100 base speed it will outspeed anything at a plus one pretty much pretty much uh same with Talucha. 
it has a really high base speed to begin with. So once you get it to plus one, you can usually like max knuckle right afterwards too, because sure, that that's fine. That's the first thing on our list that actually wants to use max knuckle and airstream together. Yeah. It also has mold breaker as well. Oh, I forgot I about people, that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people use it for the unburdened, but it's hidden ability is mold breaker, which also kills Mimikyu. Yep. Uh, Rotom fan. Surprisingly good. <laughs> I mean, it has nasty plot. It has nasty plot. It has nasty plot. And then it just airstreams faster than everything. Electric coverage is great. Uh, I think it runs shadow ball or yeah, I think it just runs shadow ball or dark balls as it's what, what is it yeah. with all these new sentences that I'm learning today. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Rotom fan. Rotom fan is good. Some people are recommending we put sticky barb on Clefable and OU. What is this world? I know. Flareon is OU. <laughs> Another Pokemon not on this list is Drake Assault because it randomly gets air slash or not air slash. It gets aerial ace and pluck to get airstreams. Oh my God. And it has, uh, oh yeah, we we could mention Hustle being a great Dynamax use as well. So yep, because unlike uh, Draca Dracovish, that actually persists through through mm-hmm. the other things because they're no longer they're no longer jaw moves with when Dracovish Dynamaxes. Yeah, but but yeah, but Hustle it gets a hundred percent accuracy with the Hustle boost. Uh, Durant is also popular because that's a thing. Yep. Yeah. So. Um. And then I guess uh, some of the defensive cores we see, uh, Grimstarnel is not uncommon in this meta right now because he can wait, he can T wave, so he can he can shut a lot of Dynamaxers down that might want go for might want to go for a sweep, things like Dracapult or um, any of the airstreamers really, Togekiss, uh, Gyarados shuts them down with a with a Thunder Wave. He can put the walls up with or the screens up with Reflect Thunder or Reflect and Light Screen, no problem. And then he's got some pretty hard hit. He's got a solid attack stat, so he can really do some damage if he's allowed to attack. He doesn't get to always attack. Yeah, but it could use a bulk up set too, just to throw yeah. people off. But mm-hmm. it it put uh, Espeon out of a job. Like yes, <laughs> why why would you ever run Espeon when you can Crim Style? It's yeah, it, it's sad. But he's the best screen setter in the game right now, easily, easily, hundred percent. Um, and then Ferrothorns, I think one of the most common defensive walls you'll see, just because he can leech seed stall, he can. Do some solid damage output, unlike some of the other walls, so you can power whip or gyro ball really well. Especially if you're facing someone that's trying to go for the airstream stuff, you can. Do I've some seen good some damage strong arguments track. for uh, bullet seed over power whip. I had a set running a bullet really? seed actually. Yeah, because you don't lose too much power, and you also don't make contact. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I've if seen you it. ever get in a Ferrothorn v Ferrothorn war, you win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a slow win, but it's a win. <laughs> you get there eventually. Good body <laughs> press. Ferrothorn <laughs> gets body press. Oh, I imagine we'll see Ferrothorn with body press when Magnazone comes out. Oh, absolutely. It's like, oh, I don't care about you, but Magnazone. Now what, that you don't you have do to me? power fire. Where, where's your magnetic fire? <laughs> magnetic heat. Yeah. Oh, you don't have that? Well, I've got body press, so go away. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I... Yeah, you oh. can go ahead. Okay. Uh, and rounding out, um, Rotom is still very solid in this just because he's a. there's not a lot of pivoting going on in this, but Rotom still pivots very well, especially if the opponent's not running Excadrill or you know where the Excadrill <laughs> is. It's a really easy volt switch into something else. So um, he can just get out really easily. He can run Scarf sets. He can run Trick sets. He can run Will-O-Wisp or Thunder Wave. There's a lot of things he can do, come in and out, mm-hmm. and then just be a nuisance for a while. Yep. Uh, they can still run their choice Trick sets from... OU's past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
They are really scared of X-Control, though. They're very scared of him. <laughs> yeah, because Moldbreaker just doesn't care if they're floating or not. Nope. Nope. Uh, let's see. Dermanitan? Still illegal, but not as scary as it was in OU. Yeah. In a Dynamax world, Darmanitan's not as bad because Gorilla Tactics does not persist through Dynamax. So. Yeah. He doesn't have any fun against the Dynamaxers because he can't really threaten them the same way he'd like to. And he can't Dynamax back to really counter because it's a waste because he has no speed boost. He has no attack boost. He's just still he's solid, but he's just that's it. You're hitting as hard yeah, as you would have hit before. Pokemon. He does lots of damage. He, yes. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. And loses a choice band you, if he does. You need an answer. So. You, mm-hmm. you still do need an answer. But yep. Which is Mimikyu, because Mimikyu just play roughs against him, and then Shadow Sneaks, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think the big thing is, like, you guys mentioned that these these games are different than regular Smogon things, and they're sometimes 10 turns, but sometimes, I feel like, and you guys have probably experienced this, but, like, on turn one, you lose. That's yeah, you, just, you, that just can happen, but, you know, you can just get into the next game right away. And you yeah. learn your mistake. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that's one of the big things about this format is with OU, you kind of know what the whole team is. So you can you can say, okay, this is the most logical lead. I can I can if they send out this, I can back off into this and you know, kind of keep prodding and jabbing and trying to find an opening. But with OU or with BSS, if you lead the wrong thing, you're in a lot of trouble. So that's why we see things like Mimikyu being very popular. Because as long as they don't lead X control, if they don't have X control, they don't lead X control Mimikyu is a very safe lead because you can see what they have, you can attack what they have, and then you can swing it into your next Mon afterwards because you get that extra mm-hmm. turn with Disguise. So things like Mimikyu, that's why Mimikyu, that's one of the reasons Mimikyu's always been good at this format, because when you don't know what your opponent's going to bring and they only have three choices, Mimikyu's a good, reliable way to scout it out and try to yeah. reset, at least in your favor. A lot mm-hmm. of the format is like 1v1s. It's like, how well can this Pokemon do against each of their op- the opponent's Pokemon versus how well can it do against the this specific Pokemon on their team. Yeah. But you will, you will build answers into your team as you go along because when you're just bringing three Pokemon, there's a good chance you'll just rely on two to three of them in most matches, but you have other things to answer problems that those guys can't handle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that was a really good discussion and it kind of gives a little bit of a sampling of what battle stadium singles is and how it's different than just regular old OU. Like I said, we wanted to bring attention to this one because that's what the current Puckle Tournament is. So if you're part of it, you know a lot about this, or maybe you know a little bit more. And if you were looking into this, you can play it on your Switch and just kind of play it with other people. It's a whole new world to play with. And since, you know, we have the battle timer restriction now, that's kind Mm -hmm. of a big thing. So you can't as easily simulate Smogon OU battles from your console. So that was another reason we wanted to do this one is because, you know, they're still fun to play on the console. And this is a way to do that while not being an evil monster and timer stalling people in order to win in a, a lot, horrific way. Yeah, a lot of it feels kind of like uh, Splatoon, if you've ever played that, where it's just in and out in five minutes and it's like, let's start the next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I like that part of it that you can kind of just come in for a couple of games in the morning and then hop right off. Yeah, I it mean, feels different. It's, it's one of those you're either like really doing well it feels or you're just really having a rough time of it just because of how things play out but <laughs> i mean I, I i didn't think i would have a ton of fun with this format just because I, I was very traditional oeu and i've been finding it very fun to get into and there's more strategy to it than i thought because i was really against dynamax i was one of those people that qualified and voted to ban it 
And so I was just not wanting to get back into a Dynamax meta, but I've been it, finding this one's very, this one's much more balanced than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's better in three V three where like you could always learn on lose on turn one anyway. So eh, like a big game changing turn is not too big, not as big of a deal. Cause you can just go on to the next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy enough to lose on, lose immediately anyway. Unlike yeah. smoke, uh, OU game where it can be drawn out even though you've lost turns ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because and part of it too is you can't you can't fully balance a team in this. You can't send out three perfectly balanced mons to counter all six of the ones your opponent could have. So you're no. gonna have some, you're gonna have holes and gaps. And so there's just you either you either predicted right and made the right picks and you're playing to your advantage, or you're in a rough spot and you got to figure it out quick or it's over. But there's mm-hmm. no stalling it. They start that sweep and you don't have the counter. It's 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 done. Mm-hmm. yep and i think that's that's kind of a good place to leave it off go try some battle stadium single matches on your own um if you're in the uutc good luck through the remainder of them and yeah we're gonna kick it on over to a team that we kind of put together and kind of found um that looked really fun in the battle stadium singles format so we will be right back for team of the episode <laughs> And now for the flavor of the month. And we are back with the team of the episode, which is a battle stadium singles team, BSS team that we found and looked really cool. So we're going to talk about it a little bit and go into a little bit of depth. Um, You'll notice that we don't list the EVs and that's because those are not 100% visible in one view. And also they're just kind of weird. So (laughs) (laughs) you can... Half it's of a them are weird. sweeper builds, to be fair. Yeah, half, half of, of them, them are sweeperish. Sweepers. The other, the other ones are all over the place. So we'll we'll have the paste below. You can look at them there. Um, but I don't feel like reading the number twenty eight forty seven times. So <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Uh, so Sigma, go ahead and start us off. All right. First off, we have the one of the staples of the Battle Stadium with the Mimic U Life Orb experience. Play rough, Shadow Claw, Shadow Sneak, Sword Stance. It. It's what you got. It's a mimic you. <laughs> next, next up, we have the Duraludon with the Focus Dash, Flash Cannon, Draco Meteor, Thunderbolt, and Stealth Rocks. Uh, I'm going to note that this one is stalwart, though you shouldn't probably run stalwart because it does nothing in singles. Uh, yep. Either either of the other abilities, probably Light Metal is the better one. Yeah, you'd want to do Light Metal because you're not doing Heavy Slam. Not that that would do anything anyway, but you know. Something yeah, it's not heavy anyway. Uh, it just blocks low kicks. So, yep. you know. So minimize that damage. Change that stalwart to light metal and you're good. Mm-hmm. And it's got that late game stealth rock for... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have the good old flash cannon Draco Meteor Thunderbolt because we hate Gyaradoses. And we uh, hate stealth rock, just in case your opponent's going to switch anyway. So set up those stealth rocks and get that little chip damage the rest of the match. All right. Take us to your section, P. McGee. Speaking of Gyarados, um, this team actually wants to use one. So we have a Gyarados. He's running a Walkenberry. So Rotom doesn't get to have his way. He'll, especially Dynamax, he's not dying to any sort of electric attack with that berry. So he's just kind of hanging in there doing his thing. Uh, very, very standard set. He's running Dragon Dance if he can to get the attack and speed boost. But if he can't, it doesn't matter. He just Dynamaxes and does max airstream with his bounce to KO and then get the Moxie boost so that he's essentially used a dragon dance 
And then he rounds it out with waterfall and power whip power whip's kind of your general coverage for a lot of it, things. It's power whip or it's earthquake. Yeah. I just, <laughs> this one's power whip. So it'll do what you want it to do. You're probably going to be just spamming max airstream anyway, and then maybe rounding it out with waterfall. Not a lot of time. You won't be doing those two moves, but it's there. And then we have a conkleder, uh, very standard to what you've seen in OU. So it's running a flame orb. It's got drain punch, mock punch. So you got some priority. You got some recovery. Bulk up if you want to be a little stronger with those moves, and then Thunder Punch. So he's very often used against Sand Team. So if you see a Tyranitar and an Excadrill, this is what you lead with, so that neither of them are having any fun. And then um, he's got Thunder Punch to kind of threaten some of the some of the flying. Not that he's going to be want to really be in there against most of these things since they can just it's Dynamax the... and Airstream. They like to switch into it, though, just because it's like, oh, you're kicking, yeah. clicking a fighting move. I'm a Togekiss. I'm coming in now. So if you get a good um, predictive switch, you're on, you're you're rolling. Mm-hmm. He's got that. So he's got some coverage move. Um, primarily, he's there to com- combat sand teams. That's where his best utility is going to be. But um, he's got definitely some options as well for some of the flying mods if you see those coming in. Yeah. And on to the final two. We've got what is his admitted most common lead which is High Dragon holding a Choice Scarf, and it's obviously got Levitate because that's all High Dragon has. And it's got good old classic Draco Meteor, Dark Pulse, Fire Blast, and Flash Cannon to just do as much damage to whatever is in front of me at this exact moment. Um, He mentioned that if you see Excadrill and think that it's going to be the lead, lead with High Dragon because you can just Fire Blast it before it can really do anything fun. So... (laughs) It's a com- It's his most common lead from what he said. Next, and final member of the team, he said he was having trouble with things like Sylveon and Togekiss with this team. And so in comes Colossal with Flame Body as its ability holding leftovers. It's got Will-O-Wisp, Flamethrower, Rock Blast, and Heavy Slam. So pretty good, pretty good options to just knock out the exact threats he had. As well as this is probably one of your better options for mimic you you can try and fish for that flame body burn if you don't will a wisp it yourself and rock blast gets rid of the uh-huh substitute or the disguise and continues to hit so that's mm-hmm. nice rock and blast is having a really good time this gen i don't know if you guys have noticed that i feel like everyone's running rock blast now even uh, like Rhyperior. we didn't even touch on Rhyperior and ou which is having a field day with rock blast but yes <laughs> uh, it's like you're on average going to do as much as the other rock moves, but you're a little mm-hmm. more accurate. So, yay. Yep. So, yeah, that's the team. That's kind of the summary. And uh, this guy's been doing really well with it from what he, from what he said. So, good on him. Um, he, we found him in the Smogon thread. So, props to you. Yep. Canon, Canon 90. 90. So Yeah. Or Spike, as we see in the picture here. But good on <laughs> you. Thank you for posting your team so we could borrow it. And... <laughs> <laughs> we have the link <laughs> down below so you guys can try it out as well and even the code so you can try renting it mm-hmm. but that is pretty much it for Battlecast. so thank you guys for being here um if you like what you heard we've got a lot of puckle goodness for you and we've got the main show that comes out every single monday instead of just every thursday not every thursday pardon me every month <laughs> like the battle cast does 
and that is going to be over on the main Puckle feed. We've got other shows on the Puckle Plus feed where you're listening to this one, like the TCG cast and the Game Corner, and hopefully soon Puckle Live shows will be popping up on Puckle Plus, which is where you're listening to our beautiful voices right now. Um, if you want to support the show, there's multiple ways you can do that. You can go to Patreon and give us a couple pennies to make sure that all our mics are good and you can actually understand the words that are coming out of our mouth. Uh, all of it goes right back into the community to improve Puckle. Another way is hopping over to our store, which I believe is still Public for now. And We've been saying for now for at least like five been. months now. <laughs> we have been. Well, we've been having problems for like five months now. But the, if you're like the problem the was five months ago, stickers. and you know it hasn't gotten worse. I guess it has. We've been we've been in that state of panic for a few months now. But if you like if you like some puckle merch, hop over to the T Public store and grab some things there. I've gotten T-shirts and stickers, so you know I'm an addict. But another way is my. My personal favorite is through our affiliation with Vite Ramen. Uh, you can use code Puckle for 10% off at checkout and get some awesome nutritionally complete ramen that you've already heard me talk about once before already. So you can do that. And finally, join our Discord server. That's where all the action happens. That's where the tournament's going on right now that you guys are participating in. Uh, it was arranged and kind of all that kind of good stuff. So hop over to Discord. That's where you can talk with us all the time, and that's where most of our events take place. Plenty of Other team that, discussions go on over there. Yeah, yeah. If Today you need some we, advice. <laughs> Today we had Jolly Shuckle showing up. So, you know, fun times, fun times. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. You can get some advice on teams or individual members in whatever format you want to, be that Smogon or Battle Stadium singles that we talked about here today. And... You know, follow us on social medias. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are the big ones to find out what's just going on in Puckle whenever it's going on. And I think that about covers the exit speech. So thank you guys for lending your voice to Battlecast this month. Thank you again, P. McGee, for joining a second month. So thank you for having me a second month. I guess it wasn't so bad I couldn't come back. And Sigma, you're a normal here, so it's fine. Yeah, I'll we'll see you in a few months. <laughs> we'll see you next. Whatever. It's but, fine. <laughs> yep. So, and thank you, listeners, for listening to our voices one more time. We will see you next month in February when hopefully we have some more news about Pokemon Home. Yeah, so, you get to talk about the home meta. That'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll hopefully. find out. If it's or you February get to talk 27th. about what will be the home meta. One of the yeah. Two. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're all in this train together, and it may be going off the cliff, but dang it, we're strapped in, so <laughs> here we are. But anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the flip flop.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.